There is a perfect example of motherhood out there. We've all felt its presence. It lingers in our social media feed, in the products we buy, the answers to the questions we research. Even though we know it's not real, we feel it spotlight what we could be doing better. Join two best friends as they step off the stage of motherhood and go behind the scenes with moms from different walks of life. The Mom Cult Podcast. Real moms, real talk, real tired. Thank you for being here. Welcome to <laughs> episode 10. Is it 10? Episode 10. 10. Ooh, double digits. It. Very exciting. I am Sarah Parker Massey. I am Joy Todd. Oh, and then I say, welcome to the Mom Cult Podcast. You do that every time? I can't help it. <laughs> okay, now I'm going to do my embarrassing intro for our guest today. Our guest today is a gift to know. She's a native New Yorker. Her energy is perfectly like cool and fun and calming all at the same time. Her style, like her fashion personal style is beyond. There's an article about her I like to like jealous read. That's just a writer going through her vintage collection. I did it again today and sent it to Joy. I read it too. She is a badass musician, no big deal, but she just opened for Beck when she was, is it eight months pregnant? Let's call it seven and change. Seven nice, and change. Nice. Not quite as impressive as eight months, but <laughs> well, I'll take it. It's a rounded <laughs> out. And a couple of weeks later, she's here on the Mom Cult podcast with COVID Woo-hoo! via Zoom. Welcome, <laughs> Katie Schechter. And COVID. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Katie, welcome. How are you feeling? I'm feeling eight months pregnant. Yeah, right. So. It's a mixed bag. I'm excited. I'm also exhausted. I also have COVID. So it's it's a combination of things. Yeah. Are you having any like big COVID symptoms or is it pretty mild? Honestly, it was a, a bad, a bad day, I would say. And then since then, it's been kind of managed. It feels like a bad cold. Yeah. Having a fever was not fun for the first day. Yeah. But, um, but I'm past it. I don't know. I'm happy to be here with you guys. I'm happy you're here too. Well, eight months is, oh gosh, just the last, the last two months are, I feel like time just stops moving. A little bit. Oh, I only have two months left. And you're like, wait, that's eight weeks. That sounds really far away. (laughs) My app told me today it's 19 days till my due date. (laughs) Being like, seeing it get that low. Days, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was almost also just, it was exciting, but also a little bit like, oh my God, wait, am I prepared? Like this feels like I've been waiting for this moment and now it's here and I'm like, oh God, <laughs> nothing's ready. Joy, how yes, was your ma'am. how was your week? How's your current status? Well, I had COVID too, like it feels like a lot of people did, but I had zero, zero symptoms. I had to, uh, I actually booked an acting job for that would have been like my first SAG film. <gasps> Oh, I didn't know that part. Yeah. And it wasn't a big part and it wasn't, a, you know, there wasn't a lot of money on the line or a lot of like screen time on the line. It was just a couple lines. But I had to get COVID tested in order to be on set and my test came back positive and I was like, are you kidding me? Ugh. So if I hadn't had that, I would have had no idea. I honestly don't know if it was just still showing up in my system from when I had it in January because no, none of my other family members tested positive. So. I have no idea. But my dad had an art show. Ava had an art show. Jenny had her TED Talk. What else did I write? Lost a gig due to COVID. (laughs) Um, And then I just wrote down, like, Penny is definitely fully walking. She's saying up and down and dada. And then she'll go, 
no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, she, Joy has uh, a penny is not two. No, no she just turned not even sixteen two. months. Yes. Oh wow! Yeah. I knew that. I knew that. She knew that. Yeah. yeah. And Joy and and Ava is nine. nine. Nailed it. Almost double digits. Oh wow, that's amazing. It's yeah. crazy. So you must have started young, huh? I was 27 when I got pregnant with Ava, but I'd already oh. been married. You know, Jeremy and I had been married for five years and we'd been doing the party thing like every weekend. Right. And I was just, I was just ready for a challenge. I was ready to feel like we were moving into the next phase of life. Yeah. And then just underestimated, obviously, how hard that phase of life is, especially your yeah. first, but how left behind I would feel, even though I was the one to make the choice to move to the next phase. Uh, no one else was even close to doing that. And so that was just right. way more isolating than I anticipated. Yeah. How are you this week besides, you know, COVID and being eight months pregnant? Good. <laughs> I wish everyone could see your face, right? <laughs> she looked confused. <laughs> well... <laughs> I had really weird dreams last night that I was like screwing everything up and I had the baby already and this woman kept trying to tell me how to do. I don't know where this dream came from, but I woke up like, oh my gosh, I feel insane. And I must be hormones. I've never had dreams like this in my life. Yeah. Like it felt so real. Like I kept wanting to try and breastfeed and this woman kept, I, who I've never seen in my life before kept being like, no, 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 you have to do it this way. And then would take the baby away from me and try and do things her way. And I was like, wait, but I just need to try. This is my first try. Yeah. It was the most anxious dream. Oh, that's so stressful. Oh my God. Yeah. That sounds a little like a lactation consultant. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe not that's a good awful. one. No, not I know what you a mean. A terrible one. Did you have dreams like that? Mm, I did right towards them, but not exactly, but just remember. like weird, so intense. I'm sorry. Like living in the future, but like a bad future. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> not what I want to do. Yeah. Well, so I guess reality will be better. But um, yeah, you know, I'm just in, I'm in a weird space, I guess, if yeah. I'm being really honest. Do you feel like everything on your list is pretty much done and now it's just a waiting game? Or what do you have left that you're like, oh. Yes, but like this nesting bit is like just my it's it's really just like another word for like OCD for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. Like let me reorganize the again. Yeah. Things really it's like I just don't know what else to do to prepare. Right. I feel lucky I'm in a place where I, I have I think the things that I need in order to help a child survive, but I'm definitely like rearranging things <laughs> in a <laughs> way. Yeah. Yeah. A sense of control. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get that. I did I like didn't move for like eight months. And in the last month, Eric was like, You're like a, like a what is it, a whirling dervish, like just like folding things, like super just crazy, moving all the time. Everything's clean. I was like, what is happening? God. Yeah, I tend to rearrange rooms. People spurt of energy everyone like yeah. like right now I just feel fatigued. Mm -hmm. But like taking a walk just feels like a crazy feat. But right before you're delivering, I guess you get a surge of energy. Is this true? I mean, I think so. I don't, obviously, I don't think anything's universally true, but I would <laughs> say I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. Okay. Yeah. That lasts for like a day, like where you just get everything done in like a day. 
That's what I felt yeah. like, but that's probably because I'm I procrastinated also. So <laughs> I think you're probably in better shape already. Maybe yeah. you'll just get to rest until he, she comes. Second oh. baby, I definitely didn't do anything until it was absolutely necessary. Okay. I just, but it was also during COVID. I mean, it was just oh you know, yeah, it was yeah, just yeah, a yeah, different headspace. Definitely. How am I doing? How are you doing, Sarah? I'm good. Oh yeah, I forgot we haven't done Sarah's check in yet. <laughs> I'm in- I feel like you no, guys. No, 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 no. You just rest. <laughs> yeah, give me a break. You, yeah, you, you just. We're here you sit there for you. And, no, no, no. I was there and just. There was breathe. a lull. Normally, I think. I think we were giving you more time to get in. I'm excited about my impression. Uh, my my person. Well, there is an impersonation in my check in, so I'm excited about it. Also nervous. I might need you guys to look away. So okay. to run through it, and I'll talk about this more at a later date when I've had time to like sort through it and like talk to people and whatever. But. Anyway, his teachers think that possibly he has a speech delay. So we'll talk about that later, which that means really, I think it's, I mean, yeah, he's two. You guys have heard, though, me talking on this podcast and everybody's, you two have talked to me in real life. So he's probably just like learning from me speaking. So we need to do more flashcards. And in like two days, he's speaking better. But the point is, one of the funny things that he says, or he has, he does like inflections in his voice. One of the funny things that he does is I figured out last night, I couldn't think of what it was. I went through all these things. Like I was like, it's like Judy Garland. (laughs) It's Jimmy Stewart, like from It's a Wonderful Life. (laughs) He says, says, I might have to do this a couple of times because it might be too loud. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Oh, this is super funny to me. Why do I say that? Cut it. (laughs) He says... (sighs) Well, you're making you're so close to the mic. Okay, still. okay, okay. Back it up. Yeah. He says, oh, "What was that?" <laughs> <laughs> says, I get. No, the, no, I can do it. I can do it. I get the Judy Garland, goes, Jimmy Stewart yeah, confusion. Goes, <laughs> and I can't. Maybe I can get a video and post it to our our Instagram about yes. like what he does when he's doing. His arms are outstretched. He goes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. He goes. <laughs> he goes. Well, what was no? <laughs> I can't believe I'm not making y'all look awake because I know how crazy I look. Making us okay. look away? Are you kidding? It's like watching a car accident. I'm all in. I'm not taking my eyes off of you. <laughs> he goes. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. I got it. I got it. I already did it, right? Did you get the gist? I don't think yeah. it sounded as good I as it the did. the first time was great. What was that? Also like some Mickey Mouse in there. <laughs> yeah, what was that? that? What was yeah. that? Just up it and you got Mickey Mouse. I did it great on a voice memo <laughs> last night. I practiced this. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know who needs to hear that, but. <laughs> I don't know who this is speaking to out there today. It's my favorite thing that's happened. So it's like, it's just a precursor to, I think he's going to be at least inadvertently funny. And that's really exciting. I mean, I know that he's funny. Like his physical comedy has been really top notch since day one. He's really like a lot of like, like Carrot Top stuff. I don't know if Carrot Top does physical comedy. Maybe it's like Three Stooges. Anyway. Does Carrot Top have kids? We should have have, (laughs) See if we can get him on. Sarah is loopy today. I like it. I'm not. I just, it really makes me, it's like, do you know you have things that make you laugh like till you cry like every time? Like um, my sister, that's why when Jenny's on and we're talking about anything about our childhood and our family. Yeah. There's something about sibling laughter that's like a different. Yeah. It's like a deeper, I don't. Yeah. It's just like a knowing of all the things. It's so many things. Yeah. That 
And then, oh, Katie watches some Housewives, too. And so one of the things that makes me laugh for anybody who watches The Real Housewives is Dorit Kimsley. There's this scene where she goes to like a, a Mercedes. This is a deep cut. I don't know. I'm just going to say it. Just do it. I'm just saying this is one of those things that makes me laugh like this. Dorit Kimsley goes to it's like a not even Mercedes. It's a fancy car dealership, maybe Ferrari with Erica Jane. And I don't know what season. But the way that she screams, like when she walks into the dealership, th- this podcast I listen to has that clip and it like hits it like hits my gut like makes me laugh every time anyway so when parker does that that makes me laugh that's my check-in that was this week okay wow thanks thanks for listening i just got off a roller coaster (laughs) somehow that was enjoyable to me i enjoyed it i like roller coasters all right well there (laughs) you go it was a ride (laughs) (laughs) is this stressful for you katie i can't tell okay no i have a question yes the uh, whole idea of being a mom Mm -hmm. wanting to have a baby when did all that start to make its way into your brain a good one that is a really good one i feel like i always maybe abstractly wanted that at some point in life my closest friend i grew up with had a baby a year and a half almost two years ago and i feel like it was kind of seeing her go through that transition that kind of made me think like, okay, I really want this. This The last one of my, of my friends I grew up with who's, who's doing this. So yeah, seeing like people that you grew up with, like going through that change, I think that was like, oh, okay. Like this is the time that you do that. I was holding on to like my single fun loving life a little too hard maybe. And then something shifted like around maybe a year and a half ago. Yeah. I feel like people have I feel like for some people that's a mental shift and then I feel like I've had people I know that like their bodies physically want it want it yeah yeah interesting too yeah I always want like I always felt like it was something I wanted but I did have like some bodily things that yeah it was like weird wasn't there something like when we're a certain age like as women like hormonally our bodies are like hey this is when it's time to do this yeah, that honestly, that would make sense. I feel like that. I feel like I went maybe now in retrospect, I realized that I, there was like definitely a hormonal shift. I feel like when I turned 30s, I'm 34 now. And it definitely was like, no, it was definitely noticeable. Like, oh, something's different about my chemical makeup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't really exactly like pinpoint what it was, but maybe that is what that was. Was it easy for, did it happen pretty fast or did you guys have to try for a while? Honestly, it did happen really fast. And I feel really grateful about that. I mean, I I was sort of under a no expectations umbrella, just having seen people, you know, have issues trying and just you never know, like with any of it, like I'm like, sort of still in that space of like, yeah, I want to breastfeed, like if I can, you know, like all these sort of, I'm not like getting hung up on I don't know what these fun bags are for if I can't breastfeed, but like, honestly, I've been sort of in like a no expectations thing Yeah. since that. But it did happen really quickly. And I was definitely like, oh my God, this happened too quickly. Right. Oh, <laughs> oh, wait. Okay. oh, okay. We, we boned like once. Now I'm fucked <laughs> up. Cool. <laughs> Great. You, I'm guessing you have the same mentality going into the birth, like trying not to really have a plan, but like an ideal scenario. But if that doesn't work, then. Yeah. I mean, I, I 
feel like this might have been one of your questions. I I have no um would like an epidural, I think. Um and yeah, I'm just hoping it all goes okay. It's interesting how I was so scared in the beginning of what laboring looked like. Like when I first got pregnant, it was like, oh my God, I can't even believe that's something at the end of this that I'm going to have to do in some way. And the idea of a C-section was really terrifying to me. Mm-hmm. And at this point in my pregnancy, I was like whatever you need to do to get, get it out and safely, like I don't, whatever that is, yeah, yeah. get her out. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I that's, just that sounds like that. be anymore. That, yeah. So it's, you know, I, it's interesting how biologically it's like something really shifts within you where you're like thinking about things in just a totally different way. Yeah. Well, and it starts to feel like, um, well, if I have to choose between this baby getting out of me in a way that, you know, neither option sounds fantastic or feeling eight months pregnant for the rest oh. of my life, I'm going to choose to get this baby out. <laughs> Factor from my nostril, like that's like I'll do whatever. I mean, this is like, yeah, it's time to not be pregnant. I also just feel like there's like this weird. I'm so heavy right now. I just feel like there's this almost sense of relief that you must feel after giving birth that like you couldn't possibly imagine when you're first pregnant. Mm -hmm. So I'm like really looking forward to that, even though I'm sure it'll be painful and insane. I'm just like. Wow, that'll be so nice to like turn on my side in my sleep and not like wake up every single time I like move. Yep, I was so excited to sleep on my stomach again. Yeah, it was like the biggest treat. Yeah, exactly. It just really your priorities shift. Yeah, like I literally I make it a point to think about that regularly, like how grateful I am that I can sleep on my stomach and breathe because of that experience. I also, I read somewhere very early on in the pregnancy that lying on your back in any capacity was like dangerous. And I think that happens much later on, but Mm -hmm. my anxious brain was like, okay, no lying on my back. So like, I'm like 12 weeks in and I'm like, (laughs) up. so like, I just, I can't wait to lie on my back like flat and feel like got nothing in here that could be ruined. (laughs) <laughs> I did that. No, uh, no, like, yeah, no nerve I'm cutting off that's going to kill my baby's circulation. Right. I had the exact know. same fear and yeah. did the exact same thing. Yeah. yeah. So I'm really excited for that. Yeah. I also, do you have one of those pillows that you can, that you wrap around your, did you ever do that? I never really got the hang of it. I had it oh. a second time and it was magical. Ah. Magical. Yeah. My husband got me a pillow. It's called a Yana. Ooh. This pregnancy pillow, it's a little, it's a little pricey. It saved my life. It is the texture of this pillow and the shape of it. It's divine. I feel like I might not retire it ever. Maybe we can get them to be a sponsor for us. Yeah. Like you need Yana. to hit up Yana. They're amazing. I mean, he's excited about the Yana. He saw how instantly he just got my friend who's pregnant a Yana, like as a present. <laughs> my husband's excited about the Yana. <laughs> he has a deal with the Yana. He has a deal. He's got a deal with the Yana. Um, this is not something I plan to ask. I was really excited about gear. Are you really, is there anything you're excited about baby gear wise? I don't know if people care about that, but I do. 
that's a great question. I feel like I'm uh I'm I've been really obsessed with just like shopping for like really cute that like just looking at what's out there. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm pretty like minimal. Um there's this company called Pear P-E-H-R that is just like so sweet and it's like all organic and just like their their like textiles are like so I just like love all the prints and everything. Yeah, they got a lot of good stuff out there. There's some good stuff out there. And um, honestly, though, in terms of gear, like I don't really know. She's sort of minimal at this point. Like I don't really have anything too nifty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I can't wait to get her some headphones so we can take her to the festivals. Yes. Yep. Joy had um, her daughter in those at like two days old, I feel. (laughs) It's really young. I could only take I could only take her to like Jeremy's disco night at three oh eight. I would just like come in early for like an hour, have a drink, and then and you bring her friends on. Uh huh. Her husband's a DJ, so to like go see him at work. I don't know if we've said that. Does somebody feed you recommendations for that, or like, do you have who do you go to most for advice? Like, who's your the friend who had the baby that made me think like, okay, I think I want to really have one. Um, her name's Mallory, and she. Her, her firstborn is my godson. And um, she like basically like made my registry for me in like Ooh. the best way. I was yeah, so registry's good. That's amazing. I was super overwhelmed. Like there's a lot that you need to know. And I do not have a mom. My mom's in heaven. So it was like, that was a big thing when I first got pregnant. Like, oh, wait a second. Like that sort of person you go to to just get like unlimited advice I don't have that. And Mallory like super stepped in and was just like, I got you kind of like sent me just like really minimal, like bullet point lists of the things that you need to keep a child alive. Yeah. Cause sometimes you feel like you need everything or you're just like, which things will I use? Which things will I spend money on? And then I won't use. It's just nice to have someone go, here's what you need for like the first six months. They don't need much at all. At all, like zippered onesies and that's it. Like don't like get like these outfits and things and do that. Like they're just going to be, you know. Yeah. And they can fit in them for like six days before they're growing out of it anyway. Exactly. So like, yeah. And yeah, I just super trust her. I also have a doula who I really love who she's, uh, her name's Emily Gervin and she lives here in town and she's been also just really helpful. Like with just like any question I have about, anything really like concerning myself my body anything like that so it's pretty lucky well if it's any consolation our moms had a very different experience (laughs) as moms than we did so like I don't even think I mean I feel like for my mom me going through it was like having a baby on a different in a different world that makes a lot of there's really not I don't think there's much that my mom could have like I needed people closer to my age who had been through it more recently like for my mom had been so long since she'd had babies and it was done so differently then so true how old were you when you're i don't i won't go too deep into this and we can cut it if you want but i just want to ask how how old were you when your mom passed i was 25 which at the time felt incredibly young and way too soon and i know people lose their parents obviously way younger than that but 25 felt like I was being cheated for sure. Definitely. I mean, she she had brain cancer and it happened pretty quickly. Mm. But, you know, she was only 59. So it just felt like, you know, she was always really healthy and 
a badass businesswoman and it just felt like, oh shoot, like you're really getting cheated. Like that's just like too young, you know? Yeah. But um, um had y'all ever been able to talk about did you ever like my mom always talked about being a mom. Really, that's yeah. what I was asking. But yeah, did you did she yeah. ever did y'all ever talk about that? I would say yes, probably. I mean, we were really close and we also super butted heads. I think my mom was less of like mommy and more of like badass, like supporting our family, like role model in that sense for me. Hmm. Yeah. She was maybe tougher than like someone who would talk about like, oh, I loved being your mommy so much. (laughs) I lived my life in spite of you. (laughs) (laughs) My side. (laughs) But yeah, you know, I, I think when I was younger, I had expectations that maybe she could have been more mommy. And now that I'm older and I see how much she had on her plate, in addition to being like just a mom, I'm like, oh, you really killed it. Like you did everything you could possibly do. Yeah. I don't know how you were standing. Yeah. (laughs) So I have a lot of respect in retrospect that I wish I could like go back and be like, you did so good. Like. Yes, that's awesome. Are you having a boy or a girl? Or do you know? A little girl, which actually, I know I'm really excited. So many little girlfriends from Parker. I'm I'm biased to girls, obviously. Great names, by the way, Ava and Penny. Thank you. Thank you. I love those names. Do you have a name picked out already? Do you have a secret name we haven't told anyone yet? Pretty cool. Um, We just like talk, we talk about her like as though she's that, so. It's been a little while that we've had it. We have not told a soul. So I was gonna say, have you slipped? You've not even slipped once. That's impressive. I definitely would have slipped. I mean, I wouldn't even try to keep the secret, I don't think. I can keep a secret just if anybody needs to tell me anything, but just FYI. Yeah, Yeah, totally. (laughs) But not my own, I feel. Yeah, Yeah, your own secrets are different. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like whenever I get someone a present or something, it's like I get so excited to give it to them. I just tell them what it is ahead of time. Yeah. But I can keep someone else's. Like if someone was like, don't tell anyone, I can totally. Yeah. I'll never tell. I'll I'll literally never, ever tell. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Has it been long enough since your mom passed or is, I don't know, has just being pregnant, has any of that brought up? Definitely. Just new emotions or connections to her or definitely I mean it's it's interesting it's like the second I got pregnant it actually came up a lot and I love that we're talking about it because I do think there's this like unspoken thing where as a woman when you go through it even if you have a contentious relationship with your mom it's sort of this like unspoken source of support that's just there they've been through it they had you So when I found out I was pregnant, it definitely came up and it felt like there was something really big missing in my life. So I've done like a good amount of therapy. Um, A friend of mine actually gifted me these like Reiki sessions that were really interesting. And it was especially interesting because I was doing them virtually, which I like made sense. But um, it was really just trying to like access, like thinking about my own mom, thinking about how she raised me and going through my own experience with my own child inside of me, like trying to sort of access like what that felt like within my own body and where I was getting choked up. And Mm -hmm. it was like very, very, very helpful. I will say like more so than even talk therapy, like 
just kind of like allowing myself to feel the loss and like embrace it, but also like let go of a lot of things maybe that I felt growing up as a kid. And it was pretty beautiful and and like very necessary. That's awesome. So I'm grateful for that. Yeah. But also I think having a girl too, that was interesting. Like I almost thought I always wanted a boy because it would just be easier Mm -hmm. sense like to wrap my head around like what type of relationship that is like mother daughter is like a different thing. So that was sort of interesting. Like I was like, oh, fuck, I'm having a girl. Right. Like, Here I we hope- go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here we go. Like, oh God, I hope she's nothing like me. <laughs> Start signing her up for some Reiki sessions like as she comes out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But I do think also I'm in like a really different, like you were saying about your mom's like, there's like, I mean, generationally speaking, a, just a different thing with our moms being moms like I feel like we have it better in a sense there's a lot more conversation happening and community and information and I don't know I mean just I feel like I'm in a different space than my mom was doing this and I feel really lucky for that yeah totally I live a different type of life all of the responsibilities are not just on my shoulders and yeah I don't know I just sort of at peace with the idea that she did her best and I'm going to do my best. Of course, I'll fuck up. But, you know, it's just going to be a different, it's going to look a little different, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, and even just us having really the freedom to choose when we feel ready to be moms. Like, I I feel like for our moms, it was just like thrown in with the package of like, this is just inevitably going to happen. And not too long after you're married, preferably the sooner, the better. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. My mom was trapped in a house in the middle of nowhere with three kids and no car because my dad would take the car to work every day. Right. Don't know how. I mean, I know she will reference like, oh, those were my dark years or like (laughs) blackout years or whatever. But having lived through like days that feel like that or maybe a week or two here and there that feels like that. I mean, it's dark as is the right word. Like I cannot imagine. And I I get that they didn't even, it's harder for us because we do have more resources. So we have more yes. of the comparison of like, here's how I feel, but I know here's how I could feel. They right. didn't have the, oh, here's how I could feel. They were like, oh, this is just life. This is yes. just, this is it. And there's not anything I can do about it except just keep waking up every day and getting do through it. the day. Yeah. Yeah. And like for some, like saying it's hard is not acceptable or it's just yeah, a lot, very different. Right. And like even just the way that we're communicating right now, like having an outlet and other women to talk to, like that, I feel like that shared space like maybe existed on some level, but you would first of all have to be there physically. Right. Which then imagine the logistics of that. You know, it's just, it's definitely. It feels like it's easier now. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So her moms are all bad asses and their moms are even more bad asses. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. And their mom's mom's mom. I just had like s- a several images of like older and older and like the nose, like a woman churning butter with like, you know, Literally. rough hewn hands. <laughs> Baby in one hand and like yeah. the other hand. Yeah, yeah, we're like crying into our Starbucks latte. <laughs> yeah, I'm Starbucks right here. I cried. <laughs> <laughs> Drive through. I ordered ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> I didn't even have to talk to anybody. I got reward points for this shit. 
<laughs> They're going to give me a free one. I'm going to get a free one. They better give me that free one. <laughs> give me that freebie. I'm not going to order it. Sorry, I'm not going to keep going. How are you feeling creatively? I feel like Sarah in prep for this mentioned that you're definitely having, you know, in and out feelings of just anxiousness of like, how will this play into the life that I've built for myself thus far? Like what kind of, how long of an interruption are we talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I feel like we did talk about that at dinner. I, um, I actually just booked a festival at the end of September in Bentonville, Arkansas. It's this really cool festival called Format that's starting this year. And I signed up to do it and I'm going to play with my husband who I play with and uh, just the two of us. And we're going to drive down with the baby. So I need to get some headphones. But it was sort of like, okay, she'll be like, even if she's late, four months old. Mm -hmm. It feels like potentially a long enough window of the craziness that maybe I could last a weekend doing this. Yeah, I think if anything, it'll give you like just having that on your calendar Mm -hmm. is awesome yeah that's giving a huge you like deal. something to be like but i'm gonna Except- get to do this and it's yeah. gonna be fine and i'm gonna be having my baby and getting to still do what i love and even if yeah. that weekend holds you over for like a couple yeah. more months after that i think that yeah. yeah i think that'll be awesome so i imagine the first year definitely is like just gonna be way more spread out and chill than i'm used to to be quite honest, the world has been that way and that's been serving me that anyway. So it does feel like maybe a good time. But yeah, I am excited. I, I felt like, uh, oh my God, I'm going to like get to play a show for my baby. Like I'm going to need mm-hmm. to have someone hold her during the set. Yeah. Like how cool is that? Like so cool. I don't know. I just like, I'm like really excited for that. And I know it's far off, but yeah. it just seems like weirdly like when the when the universe feels like really daunting sometimes it then like provides you a little like pang of joy where they're like we haven't totally forgotten about you yeah (laughs) you're like yes thank goodness yeah but uh like weirdly creatively like everyone or not everyone but I haven't really been writing music I recorded an album in December when I was still pretty early pregnant I guess I was like I was like four months ago. So I was like showing, but like nowhere near, like I could still sing. Um, I still breathe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was definitely like I had less energy, but it was still doable and awesome. So I've just been working on that with my husband here at the house and getting like getting that music kind of ready to go in a sense. Like I kind of had this thing in my head, like I want this record to be done before I give birth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why, like, like it's recorded, but I don't know why I was like, it needs to be finished, like mixed, like ready to go. And now I'm sort of like, why was I being so crazy? We like, we like closure, you know, let's end this chapter before we start this new one, please. Yes. And also, I just, I don't know why in my brain I was like, I'm going to have this baby and not be able to do anything ever again. (laughs) That like this, like absolute, like just weird thing. Life is officially over. Yeah. Yeah. Which now I'm like, you know, first few weeks or first few months are inevitably insane. But I think if I needed to add some glockenspiel to a track. (laughs) You can make that happen. We can figure that out between like the two of us and someone else. I think it'll be okay. Yeah. So 
acting up on that deadline a little bit. It almost led to divorce. So <laughs> <laughs> there'll be plenty more of those moments. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it'll be cool also just to have the music somewhat ready. Like after I have the baby at some point to put out a new record will be really exciting as well. Yeah, for sure. It's so cool that she'll get to see you do that, like perform and and record and all those like being creative in that way. Anything that they, I mean, all of our individual things. I just think kids seeing us do our creative endeavors or our work, which for a lot of people that we have on or whatever ends up being, I just, I love that. That's one of anybody's work period, but you know what I mean? That's one of the most when I kind of started like having Ava really pushed me to figure out who, who do I want? What kind of mom do I want to be? What do I want her to take away from me being her mom? What's the best, happiest version of me? Yeah. Pushed me to, you know, start performing again. I hadn't done it for about 15 years after, after my first semester at college. But it had been all I did up to that point. And then I think inadvertently, I I met Jeremy around the same time. And I think he substituted, he filled that void for a long time of yeah. me missing performing. But then having my first kid, like just, it kind of just depletes you back down to your, <laughs> to your yeah. core. And so I was like, okay, I got to, I can't stay this shell of a person. I've got to figure out. who who I am what I want to do and then with Penny I had just gotten it back I'd started doing theater again for a couple years and I was so I mean I was just like it's not an option like I'm not quitting I'm not stopping doing this for three years to have another baby but I also don't want to not grow my family to keep doing dinner theater out in Bellevue (laughs) so (laughs) surely there's another option here um, I relate very much. Yeah. yeah. But I, you know, you, if you can get yourself in the right headspace and I have really just had to be like, I'm not a victim to this. I'm not yeah. a victim to being a mom. If I want to have that mentality, then yeah, I'm, I'm going to yes. end up seeing other moms doing awesome things and think, why, why can't I feel like that? Why am I not doing that? And I think I spent like two days crying after I got the positive test with Penny. It was COVID had just like quarantine had just started and I had two days of pouting about it. And then I was like, I get a chance to do this differently. I get a chance to be the mom I want to be this time and not, yeah, not act like this has happened to me. Like I I chose this. I knew that this was probably coming and that I wanted this. But just speaking on just the feeling of our kids getting to see us do what we love to do is, I don't know. I don't, it's fulfilling in a, in a, on a level that I didn't really know existed. Like I've got in our basement, I have like a self tape room that I've been gradually like adding to and making more of a space for auditions and stuff. Yeah. And my mom and Ava organized one of the rooms in the basement to be her playroom. And there's a door that it goes to the playroom and there's another door that goes into my like self tape room. And she put strips of tape on the door and on one strip, it says Ava's playroom arrow and then mom's acting room arrow. And like every time I think about it, I want to cry. Me too. Because <laughs> I'm like, she knows. She knows that that's like, that's like a normal thing that to her, I'm an actor. And that's barely even normal to me. So it's just like, oh, it's so that's fulfilling. <laughs> that's really beautiful. When we came out to see you, this was a couple of years ago. 
I'm just going to, I like you. You're crying. So I'm just going to make you keep crying. <laughs> That'd be so funny. <laughs> it is. Uh, she said, I saw her, I saw you in a play and she said, my mom, my mom's famous. She's there. That's my mom. <laughs> like my headshot in the, in the lobby. <laughs> no, like inside. She was just telling people in the oh, way. Oh. My mom's famous. She's in this play. And they said, who are you? It's she cool. She said it to all the 85 year olds in wheelchairs. Okay. Eating okay. at the buffet. <laughs> It's not true. Hey, I don't regret it. It was really fun. I was there. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. You were the best part. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I do think um, it's I, that just must be so cool that she gets to see you do your thing. It's like almost like a new reason for doing anything. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like a better reason, a deeper reason. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know that they're taking in. Like, oh, my mom was a mom and she was here and present, but she was also really happy and doing her own thing. And I would I just want I want my kids to know that they can do that. Like that just that's an option because we're we are in this weird like we were just talking about our moms. We are in this weird generational place where we do have so many more choices to to be the kind of moms that we want to be and be the people, not just moms, but ourselves that we want to be and finding that balance of how to do both and how to make those work together instead of feeling like we're there those things are fighting each other and like if we get to pass that that mentality down to our kids then like imagine what they're gonna be able to do with their own lives yeah I also like you said something earlier about like this I guess happened for you younger than it did for me but being 27 and sort of feeling like okay I've done this like I sort of hit that point too where I was like being creative but also just kind of like there was just this like a a sense of like boundlessness where it was like I almost like wanted more parameters or more of a challenge like Mm -hmm. like okay like it's all nice like every day waking up and being like I can create for myself and I can do things for me and it sort of started to be like that doesn't even feel that special anymore right like it I don't know if it was making me work harder either so, yeah, I, I feel like people say, like, when you're a parent, you end up working smarter, not harder, mm-hmm. which I'm looking forward to, like, rather than, like, waking up every day and, like, trying to grind something out. It's like, you don't have that luxury, so therefore, you're sort of pushed to accept the things that are really going to do something for your life and, like, work your ass off when you have those windows and... I don't know. I just feel like it'll even out in a, in a weird way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I feel like it gives me like trying to kind of get my career moving while having a baby again is it gives me a drive that I feel like other actors that are younger and single and like I feel like it just makes my drive stronger because yeah, I'm, I'm more determined because I'm up against more things fighting against that. Yeah, like yeah. The, the clarity came from exactly what you're saying, the work smarter, not harder, and everything that doesn't matter just gets swept away, which is so much of what happens whenever I didn't have the boundaries or the parameters having to figure out when to do what. It's like you have to do it in these. You already yeah. said it, but it, exactly. Like that's exa- I just feel like it made me. Yeah, so you're confirming it, but yeah. yeah. Better at like, life in general. Yeah. I also think like I'm not in my 20s anymore like the idea that i'm like go schmooze at every show and like go to like every bar hang like it's not really cute anymore you know like it's not 
it just, you, you reach a point where you're like, I've done that. And I guess for everyone, it's a different age. I shouldn't be that judgmental, but for myself, it's like, I've done that chapter. Mm -hmm. So like this feels like a natural progression of things. Yeah. Got stoned for enough time in my life. (laughs) All day, every day. Yeah. And that part's not over, you know, just. (laughs) Not totally over, but it's like, you know enough it's yeah. enough <laughs> yeah yeah I, I i think i told you this but like for the first well obviously the when i was pregnant but the first i don't know year i was just like i really wanted to have a drink or or get stoned or do something but i was like i can't be more tired yeah. i just cannot afford to be more <laughs> tired there's just no way so now at like three years in i'm like enjoying a drink which is really nice. Or, you know, so or, nice. Yeah, it's just a slippery slope in alcoholism. We'll talk about that a different time, but <laughs> managing no, but it. We're not drinking nice. at home anymore, you know. The first year seems to be really like just a wild You're time. just in survival. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, it's just kind of a yeah. blur. Like the first year I feel like flies by as a whole, but the day-to-day the hour because it's long. It, it's it's the breastfeeding. I, I swear, once breastfeeding is done, yes. things become significantly kind of- easier. But with breastfeeding, your life is is broken down into hours, and so that makes sense. It's just you're sense. aware of what time it is all the time yeah. because you're like, did they? When, wait, when did they last? How long were they on this boob? Okay, did I? Ha- are they getting enough? Will they just spit up? Did they just lose everything they just ate? Do I need to feed them again? But then I also need to pump if I ever want to sleep through a feeding or, I mean, it's just, it's, you, it's mentally all hands on deck and physically. Can I, am I allowed to ask how long you guys breastfed for? I did six months with okay. Ava because okay. I felt that was like the minimum I could do without feeling guilty. But a year, I, a, year is, a year is what's recommended Okay, that's I feel not- like still, but I, I, I knew that I wouldn't be able to do that. So I was like, I'm going to shoot for six months, which I managed. I don't really know how, because with Penny, I made it six weeks and I was like, I'm I'm done with this. I, I hate it. I hate it so much. It's my yeah. least favorite part of having a baby, I think. Honestly, that's like what my nightmare was about last night. So things are looking I up. About it. No, like some, some women weirdly like love it. Like my, yeah. I had one friend who was like so upset that she felt like it was time to stop yeah I think it's such a personal truly for so many reasons like physically otherwise and um yeah I just have no expectations but I also am in a similar I'm like six months sounds like a long time (laughs) that's (laughs) how long I went it was a little over six months but I speaking of like becoming OCD about things I was like super OCD about the timing and when right. things, when I did what and how much, how long I pumped on this, it was just, it got it's exhausting. The amount of data in my phone just about breastfeeding times. Mm-hmm. It's like, and what am I going to do with yeah. that? So that's something yeah. I would know better if I ever did that again. Have you, saved, have you saved said data or have you deleted? No, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I have it. I have she all She doesn't things. delete things. No, I just store it on a different drive if I really need to clear space. But oh I just think I just think somebody someday is really going to want to know all her thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Her data. Yeah. Yeah. If I keep take copious well, notes. Well, yeah. Totally. Yeah. You need that. <laughs> I will say that's the one thing that I envy of our mom's generation is they had less information. Yes. I, I would I love yeah. less information. Yeah. Yes. Like, I wish I hadn't known that sleeping on the back mm-hmm. could be thing, like the first, like, right. Trimester. Yeah. 
Because I feel like, yeah, it's, it's a lot. And, um, it's such a mixed bag of like wanting to know everything, but then like reading an article and being like, I'm having a panic attack. Like I did not. You can't look up a car seat. If a car seat can have like 5,000 five-star reviews and then it's got like 14 one-star reviews and that's all you end up reading. And then you're like, is this car seat going to kill my baby? (laughs) Yeah, totally. Something I didn't even think to ask is, have people been really, my palms sweat thinking about it, but like how invasive people felt like they could be to me while I was pregnant. It's, I felt very, very much like I didn't have personal space that I normally have. People felt invited to like comment or touch me or say things. And yeah. you know, everybody, did you feel, have you felt like that at all? Um, A little bit, but I don't know. Maybe I feel like I have that kind of personality generally. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> people are always just touching uh, me. <laughs> my boundaries are always ignored. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's maybe because like when you're like, I don't know, maybe you can relate to this too, Joy, just like being like a, a performer. People maybe just assume you're like down to be, I don't know. I, I didn't really notice like much of a difference. Like I love when like loved ones like touch my belly and stuff. Yeah. Like that's like really sweet to me. Yeah. One thing that's like been weird though, that like sort of wigs me out is like people are like, oh, like your belly's looking big. Like how many months are you? Like, oh no, you're further along than that. Like, yeah. I'm like, no, no, I'm not. Like, that's what like, I mean. Yeah. And I'm sort of like, yeah, where I'm like, wait, do I look like weirdly big? Like, I know I'm pregnant, but like, is this like, am I like abnormal or something? <laughs> I don't know. It does like a random comment like that from someone who has like no medical. Yes, that's what <laughs> um, I mean. Mm-hmm. Those things. Yeah. I mean, but also like, whatever. It is a big belly. <laughs> You're like, I, I hope am, she's not too I big of a mess. We'll see. <laughs> They're not lying. <laughs> I am huge. Like, I'm not- <laughs> And I do it to myself too. Like I'll Google like normal looking stomach at seven <laughs> months pregnant. And I'm like, oh, all of them. Like, <sighs> <definitely> not. <laughs> so, you know, I, I like, don't respect boundaries, I guess anyway. But yeah. When I was pregnant with Ava, I um, got a pedicure at like, I think at eight months and I'm really bad at picking out nail colors. I panic at how many choices there are. Yeah, it's like, I have mental illness. Hi. (laughs) I'm just like, I'm going to stand here forever. So I just went for like my favorite shade of color, which is green. (laughs) Painted my giant swollen feet with green toenails. And I went to my doctor's appointment like a couple days later and he called me Fiona. I was going to say Shrek. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. I was like, it was, this was a stupid choice. Why? Why did I choose green? <laughs> feet swelling, by the way, like that shit is crazy. Like that, that is a, a recent thing for me. I don't know if that happens earlier for some did people. You say, oh, feet swelling. At first I thought you said feet smelling. Like- <laughs> I was like, oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that happened. To- yeah, sure. That normal. happened to me. But like, the swelling where it's like, it looks like a medical emergency where it you're does. like, I just took a little walk, a stroll, and now I feel like I should call the hospital. Like right, this- like an amputation is like around the corner. <laughs> it's going to have to be removed. Yeah. 
I what can't the- get my shoe off. Someone's just gonna have to saw my foot out of my shoe. It's not like, you're, like people are like, oh yeah, your feet grow up a size. It's like, no, they swell to the point where it looks like you weigh 300 pounds more than you do. Yeah. Like that's not okay. It really took me by surprise and it's been very upsetting to me. Yep. I was pregnant in the summer, my first time, like super pregnant in August. And I, oh. and like, I could only wear like flip flops or sandals anyways, but yeah, I had to see my huge swollen feet all the time. Well, but also just like to have to be elevated when obviously it's good to move and do something and anything feels like you're just sending the swelling. It's like, what a thing to, it's just like the icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. Like enough is enough. Really? What's your nipple size looking like right about now? <laughs> like they're so My nipples, I almost want to show you. They look safe. My are husband, we talking like sand dollar or like like, I, don't, I mean, okay. You see the size of breast. I mean, it's, it's like a like, looking like, softball size. I mean, just absolute softball, <laughs> and they're just dark eggplant purple. <laughs> Insanity. Like, I no. I mean, it's kind of cool looking, I guess. I did do a new photo shoot with Elise Gafkin. Yes, they're which beautiful. They will be very cool to yeah. see. But, like, this is, like, really, like, this is a science experiment. Yeah, this- I remember feeling like, no, people need to see this. It's like a yeah. muse- at a museum. Like, yeah. this this is crazy. I want to say I've gained 70 pounds. Wow. <laughs> that in the mom cult, because I don't know if everyone, like, yeah. needs to hear that. I think that I gained I at, the, at the end. I gained, I told you this, I gained, like, 12 pounds in the last week, literally. <laughs> so I was at, like, 80-something, and I, I think I ended at 97. So, I'm still, I still have 15 pounds that I'm like heavier. A lot of it's muscle, whatever. I'm fine with it. But anyway, it was a lot. It felt crazy. So just to make you feel better. You're giving Katie a panic attack. Oh, sorry. Because you're not done. That won't happen to you. <laughs> oh, no, but not you. No, no, no. That no, no, no. Just if you don't wait, just eat McDonald's like every single day. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was I'm definitely not like, it will not happen to you. It might. No, no, it, it really won't. It's because of what I was eating. Or like, you know. You don't know like, what I was eating. It's just your feet and your boobs. That's where like, you know, six. That's where all are. of it's gone. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I didn't even, it's like, it didn't even occur to me that that was like you were about at that point. That is not why. It wasn't the last week. It was because I of what I ate. days left. Like how much weight can I gain? Pound a day. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Do it. Let's just make it a challenge. You want to gain a pound a day and you're <laughs> going to. And that means you win. <laughs> I'm in control. <laughs> I'm in control. I'm in control. Exactly. Body. Oh. <laughs> you gonna do pop culture corner? Yeah. Speaking of being in control of one's destiny. Ooh. Pop Ooh. culture corner today is gonna be Pam and Tommy. We're gonna cover Pam and Tommy. And what I don't think I've said to you, but what we do for pop culture corner, Katie, is that I do a recap of the show in one minute. And okay. I think you've heard me tell stories. So. That's hard for me. And then we just talk about it a second. And what, what episode are you on, Joy? Um, okay, I just finished the episode where he just got kicked out of his ex-wife's house. Like, he just told her that he's the Seth Rogen just told her that he's the one. Oh, right. The girl from um, Orange is the New Black. Yeah. Got it. Who is great in this. I love her in this. It always takes me a second to to remember why I know her. Like, I'll know her face. But every time her hair is different, I'm like, oh, like... 
whatever. I could go down a rabbit hole about just that. So never mind. Okay, ready? Give me one second. Um, Go. All right. Uh, Okay, this is my favorite love story of all time. And I mean that. I really, like, I love it. I love everything about the way that this was done, the whole thing. It's on Hulu. So it's really a depiction, in my opinion, of the vastness of the difference in societal norms of, like, what's okay in sexuality for men and women. And, okay, so it's a biopic about the sex tape that got stolen from Pam and Tommy Lee's safe and it follows the trajectory of that and then their love like whenever they first met and the guy that this is hard this one's harder because I care about it the guy that um no no I want to see it the guy that stole the sex tape his life and that he like doing some work on the house at Tommy's house before he even met Pam they had like a falling out he stole Tommy kept his tools didn't pay him and then the guy came to steal a safe and the tape happened to be in it and then he released it and he also like as an aside, which kind of like helped me understand him was, damn it, my minute's up. <laughs> well, okay, so I have to keep telling. But he like, uh, he helped me understand him that he was like respected porn. It was like his favorite medium, it seemed like really. And Seth Rogen's character. Yeah, Seth Rogen's character. I had that written down too. And I just didn't really get, I sort of have seen pieces of things that made me know that Pam was a victim in it. and and I And I know that I like, love her in general but how sweet she was and how i don't yeah. know if that's just the show how or much like of the it way, is true i don't know i don't know I, I felt i thought about that when i was writing this recap yeah. like is it really really accurate because it feels i have heard things now that i, I don't know i just the way that she was treated she made me really sad and really respect her and also think that their love stories like i don't know i love it i love that okay so that's it really well i'll let katie chime in so that we can what do you think i, I love it i don't I don't, I mean, I don't have much to add to that. I loved it too. I also, I guess like growing up during that time, I think maybe I was a little young to even understand what the heck was happening, but it did shed light on a lot. And it did really seem like, you know, she sort of paid for his bad behavior in a way that I never under, like growing up, I was just like, oh yeah, she's Pamela Anderson. Of course she'd want that out. That was just sort of my understanding and it totally. just seemed super unfair and maybe her career would have been this different thing. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, she was kind of screwed, you know, in a sense. Yeah. It I seems- was curious to know if that she really did make miscarry kind of due to the stress of Is all that of that happening at the same time. I didn't catch that that was the like the intent. I feel like How much truth there was to all of that. I wonder. Yeah. And I felt like also at the end, like at the very end, well, spoiler for you. Well, not really. Sorry. Well, I mean, it's well, like, it's not really a spoiler. Everybody knows what happened. Right. Just that yeah. she's pregnant. And it sort of seemed like she was like ready to move forward because of that. And the way that. Oh, yeah. And then she has. Yeah. When she has the baby, just how that gives her this, you know, strength to move forward. Anyway. Just Tom and mommy on a ring finger. Yeah. At the tattoo parlor. I cried. Sorry to spoil that moment. That's okay. Yeah. It's I'll, really, I'll really try and cry while. I'm watching it as if I didn't know. Well, I've dug deep after the fact. And she, it seems like she's like an incredible mom and woman in general and so professional. Yeah. She just got a raw deal. It sucks that that happened that way. How do we feel about the uh, talking penis? (laughs) I love it. I love that they made things funny in the middle of. And I love that they showed penis. Like I loved that it wasn't just another show where it's like, woman's bearing all and guys have full clothes on the whole time. Actually, yeah. I just registered that that's why they did that. Oh, to yeah. be like, For sure. 
to well, like it was mock that. him even more so than this like absolutely celebrated nude sensation of Pamela Anderson. It was sort of amazing. Yeah. It makes me uncomfortable still. Like I'm not used to it, but I'm like appreciate yeah. that I'm being forced to get more comfortable with it because I full frontal like, male nudity. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or talking people. Well, we're all yeah. like to think that that's like normal to just see like bare breasts or even a full naked female body. And then like all of a sudden they throw a dick into the mix and we're all like, oh my God. I was like texting my friends mm-hmm. like, oh my God, there's penis. And, and it's, it's like, talking. You know, it's such a show. And it's a talking penis. <laughs> Um, the one part where the, the girl from, sorry, I don't know her name. That's not nice. But uh, from Orange is the New Black, she comments on how Pam frames the shots of Tommy and she's the one filming and the way it's just. That's the episode I just watched. Oh, cool. Yeah. The way that she's like smart and like it's it's emotional and she catches him yeah. when he's coming instead of shooting it, like the there's the porn part, really. Right. Anyway, I just think that Pam should run for president. Yeah, I love her. I love her so much. She's my favorite. Yeah, she's amazing. (laughs) Besides Katie. Katie's my new favorite. And then (laughs) Pam's like a couple notches underneath. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Big company. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on, Katie, with with COVID. Thanks for having me. Pregnant and not being able to breathe. And it was, I'm so excited to. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But I'm so excited that I finally got to meet you. Me too. And I love your sweatshirt. Thank you. Thank you. I haven't said it yet. This, but it's really great. Well, Jeremy buys me all my clothes and tells me they're cool and tells me just to wear, shut up and wear them. So perfect. I love that. (laughs) I love that. Thanks so much Uh, for having me. Thank you so much for doing this. This was it. Really, thank you. You're yeah, first. Your first pregnant person. Mm-hmm. New time. Oh, new mom. Thank you guys. Wish me luck. Yeah. Good luck. You don't even need it, but I can't I wait to hear the name, and I can't wait to see pictures, and then Thanks. we'll have to have a play date. Hell yeah! So cute. Oh my god, I can't wait for that. You're in good company. I've got thank a lot you. of support that you probably don't even know exists, but we're all out there. That means a lot. We're ready thank for you. Thank you. Love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Bye.